Welcome to Remodel Your Life. We are shining the light on women thriving in the trades and remodeling their life into something better. Join a female carpenter as she interviews women around the country about the incredible variety of careers and financial opportunities for women in construction and the skilled trades. And now, your host, Camille Finan. everybody. Thank you so much for joining me today. Um, I know everybody is stuck at home and maybe struggling with, you know, just kind of losing some inspiration, trying to figure out what they're going to do with their businesses. And I have a fantastic guest today. Heather has been in business since 2004. She runs a very successful fitness company in New York City, and she has made just an incredible transformation in just like 30 days, basically. So Heather, thanks so much for joining us today. Thanks for having me, Camille. Yeah. So you run Grassroots Fitness in New York City. It's been extremely successful. Can you kind of tell us a little bit about what you've been doing for, you know, 20 years and then what you've done in the last, you know, basically 30 days to transition your business <laughs> to this, you know, after COVID moment? Ay, Dios mio. Yeah. Uh, well, for the past 20 years, I've been running a fitness company that is about five businesses in one. It started out as a passion project, did not come into it thinking, you know, I run it with my husband, did not think about it from a business standpoint, was really thinking about it as, oh my God, what we can work for ourselves and what people will come to us and what we can create what we want to create. And we just used to look at each other and be like, isn't this cool? This is so amazing. And, you know, as an entrepreneur, you just have to love what you do. And that was really where it has to stem from. And so we've been working from that place, I would say, for, we've now been in business for almost 17 years, and we've been working from that place, I would say, for a good 10, 12 years. And so it really has been the past three years that we've started thinking like business people. And I think that's because we have two children, one is 11 and one is eight, and we're getting older and, you know, all of the world is moving ahead and it's kind of th getting us to think, okay, what do we want to do? How do we see our business? Clearly it's successful. It's been on the Upper West Side for 17 years as a quote unquote mom pop. You know, we now have 10 employees and what do we want to do? How can we take a business that is literally five businesses in one because we do small group training, which we started back in 2004 when no small group training was happening. It was actually us doing some hit programming, some functional um, training while SoulCycle was a hole in the wall in 72nd Street and people would go to them and then come to us. And, you know, Julie is a friend of mine. And when she got into it, she was thinking like a business person. Okay, how can I make this one of five in the next five years? And now 
our business turned into small group training, continued on that way, one-on-one personal training. Uh, We have youth programming, everything from what we call Epic Obstacle, which is obstacle coursework and climbing. We got our kids climbing. We got our adults climbing when climbing gyms weren't a thing. Uh, My husband actually built a climbing wall in our studio and people would, we were like, what really? And we used it as a form of, yeah, we used it as a form of training. And actually my husband had built it because he was into climbing. We had gotten into climbing early before it was actually a thing. It was a thing in Europe and he found it challenging to travel to climbing and come back and work. So he's like, I'm going to build my own climbing wall. And it was a traverse wall. It would wrap around. We were in a, we turned a duplex apartment actually into, this is a whole other story, but we turned it into a gym, which was pretty cool. And so we lived, worked there in our really cultivated community. And that's how grassroots started. The community really created and we listened. And that is how probably how we've been around for so long. But then he came upstairs one day and I had a kid on the wall and he was like, what are you doing? Like that's uh, And I was like, no, it's genius. And we really started training kids and that's how we got training them earlier because training them, you know, the way that you train adults with weights and such is inherently dangerous for their growth plates and prior to being pubescent. And so we started getting them climbing and it was working them, their, their, um, stability, their mobility, their connective tissue strength, their back strength, their motor planning. And so that we really created a whole program out of that for kids. And then we incorporated this obstacle course work and call it Epic Obstacle. We have parkour now. Um, oh, we wow. have our- That's awesome. Yeah. I always wanted to, now I'm 51, so I can't learn it, but I've always wanted to do parkour. <laughs> That's the wrong thing to say. (laughs) Of course you can. Um, I can't is just another word for I won't. There you you go. um, But we have, you know, our teen and tween strength, which was really important that we started and that we've been able to keep that going with our um, virtual training and, and getting the youth to think strong, you know, the youth to start, uh, changing their perception of what exercise is at an early age. And so we've had outdoor, we have outdoor programming. We also do events where we take people, um, climbing outdoors. We really try grassroots fitness project. The idea is what is your fitness project and what is that going to be? Because it's different for everyone. And, you know, we really come at it from an angle of looking at each person as their own and where are we meeting them in their life and what do they need? So over the past, you know, 17 years, that's really what grassroots has been is helping people find their fitness project. And so when all of this happened with the motivation really came from taking care of our clients, taking care of our clients, taking care of our employees and shifting and saying, okay, you know, and, and, and that's what entrepreneurs do, Camille, right? We take a problem and we solve it. So we really needed to think, okay, how can we do this? We're, we're not going to do it perfectly. And grassroots didn't start from us thinking, how can we do it perfectly? We started because we thought about the whys, not about the hows. We weren't right. business people. So we jumped in thinking, okay, this is what we want to do. And so this is how we're going to do it. And we'll think about the why, you know, the, the hows as we learn and go. Yeah, you and did it messy and it still worked out. Yeah, you, you just, messy. you did it messy. 
that's how we do stuff. We do it messy yeah. and it worked out. And I think that is definitely helped us in transitioning quicker than most getting our, uh, people online. Now, you know, there's, we're in the stage of it now where people are getting on and they're doing it a little bit cleaner and we're learning mm-hmm. how to do it cleaner now, but that is how we transitioned as quick as we did. So we're still offering everything that we were able to offer in our brick and mortar online, thankfully. And it's, but it's, still changing. It's still morphing. It's still, we're still figuring it out because nobody has entered this world before, you know, in this way. So can I just ask some basic logistics? Like, so it's, so when did it actually really start getting, you know, we're, so I think like California and New York, we kind of got hit the hardest sort of like right away. I could tell this is going to be big. Like they shut down all the restaurants. They shut down, like our whole economy just shut down like in a week and a half. And I know New York was even worse, right? So mm-hmm. when it started sort of happening to you, can you kind of describe like what happened like from a Monday to like a Friday or like a Monday to like another Monday? When did you really go, oh, wow, like we need to do something right now and shift and pivot? Yeah, I think it happened. There was a gradual process to it, but it was intense. So mm-hmm. Some of our clients, because if it wasn't just, it didn't just shut down immediately, right? There were, you started seeing who was, who was coming from a a place of fear immediately versus those who were still kind of questioning what was valid. And so we had some clients who had some real fears and were deciding, and this was this was like probably the first week of March and they were feeling like, I don't want to be in the environment, even though we were still able to keep our pace place clean. And as a small business, unlike, you know, the bigger gyms, we were really able to manage who came in our door, uh, who was touching what, and because we're a family, right. And, but there were still some people who were feeling uncomfortable with it and whether that was age or their health or just their mental state, they were saying they weren't feeling comfortable to come in. So we didn't just say, we never just say, okay. Right. When a client says, Oh, I just, I think I'm gonna hold off for a bit. We never go, okay. We always try to think of a solution that will work for them. And that's to keep them as a client, but it's also to help them through the hard time in their life when it really matters to keep going. So we offered them to try virtual training at a discounted rate. And we said, you know, there's this thing called Zoom and we can figure it out together and you can do it from your home and we'll make it 30 minutes just so that we can figure out what it is. And so we started kind of testing it out with them. And then came March 16th when they shut the schools down. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And we're like, okay, okay. So that was a real big defining moment. And with our kids programming, we sell our kids programming in trimesters. So our, our third trimester was starting on March 16th. And with any type of kids programming, you always sell beforehand. So we had sold those three months, three months prior. And we were not in a place to be giving refunds to everybody, nor did we know if this was going to be three weeks and okay, everybody can come back and we'll make it happen. So 
we really focused on getting our kids programming virtual first. So we got all of our kids programming virtual. We kept the same times. Uh, we focused on it really just being about movement, not having the expectation of the, the, the epic obstacle, you know, and the climbing, cause obviously we can't transition that into virtual, but it was just about getting your kids moving because the adults had a hard time thinking about how they were going to give themselves time. And what we know is people will always look out for their children before they look out for themselves. Mm -hmm. So we wanted to get the kids up and running, which is what we did. So we did that in that first, we did that in the, the week of March 16th, we got the kids programming up and running. And then the following week we got, uh, our adult, um, classes up and running. So we were saying, Hey, set your kids up first. All right. And now we'll set you up. And so we were offering the classes and then the private programming was kind of sprinkled in and people were coming in at different times when they felt like, okay, I have a handle on my schedule. Cause everyone was trying to figure out like, what is this homeschool? Like, yeah. is my kid need my Work, computer? Everything. Yeah. It was it just was like, everything. what? Yeah. So we really, it was really within the first couple weeks of March that we were completely virtual and we were doing some outdoor programming. Um, but at some point it felt like you were doing something you shouldn't be doing. Mm -hmm. And we didn't want to have that stigma attached to us. You know, we knew we were giving to our clients that needed that. But on the other hand, there's this big stigma attached to the decisions that you're making. So we're, we're trying to be very respectful of that. And so we ended up, I think the third week closing down our outdoor training and then just going completely virtual and, you know, changing our schedule week to week because we're finding, Oh, well actually 10 o'clock works better for people now because they've gotten their schedules settled and they can get their kids on their homeschooling and then they're settled in and then they can come on and be with us online and not feel like their kids are running in the room and asking them questions. And, you know, we were trying to figure out what works for, uh, people at a different, you know, Pacific coast time versus, you know, the standard East Coast time. So there were a lot of different things that we had to really start thinking about um, that were not similar to the way that we were functioning our business before. And so what has been, um, I mean, I know you guys, your real kind of specialty is this sort of like human connection, not sort of doing the stereotypical gym thing. So you, can you kind of describe how it's different now during the virtual training and how you really think it meets not just the physical health, but really the mental health, right? That's such a big part of our bodies and how they function is what's going on in your brain, right? How you feel yep. about what's happening. And can you kind of describe the the sort of transformation that you've seen in your clients teaching virtually now? Sure. You know, grassroots has always been about, it's been the cheers of grass, uh, of, you know, fitness training <laughs> where we say, if you know, everybody knows your name and it's so true. And we've stuck to that and we could have gone, you know, having classes of 60 people and, you know, really not knowing who's in our class and, and just making it about the, the fad, but we've never gone with the fads. We've always just stayed true to the authenticity of really helping change people's lives. And so we knew that we had to bring that aspect 
online. And that is what was really going to separate us because how do we compete? How do we compete when the value online is $9.99 a month? and you get unlimited access to all these videos and watching your favorite instructor dance on the screen while you're copying along but doing everything wrong. Like, how do we compete? How do we bring quality to the virtual world? And so we really just kept the same, okay, we're going to keep these class sizes small because here we are in virtual world. We could open ourselves up to 100 people in class, but we don't. And we kept our classes small and we decided that our classes, we were going to open up 10 minutes early. So if people wanted to come on and talk to each other, they could. And we check in at the beginning of class and I'm speaking solely of classes right now. So obviously personal training, we're just naturally doing that. You know, you, you, they come on and you talk to them and there's conversation that happens in the beginning. And I've had clients say to me, Oh my God, I, I, there are so many clients that have said how grateful they are for us being in their living room, for us coming and visiting them, for us coming and saying, how are you? And just that human connection can shift the state of your soul. And that's one of the questions we ask is one word for the state of your soul and one word for the state of your body. And I think just connecting to that and then connecting to how you feel after your workout and seeing how easily one can shift the state of their soul just by movement, just by connection with another human being. And we really needed to bring that. Those two things were super important for us to bring to our virtual training offering is that human connection and that physical movement. And so what, I mean, so how many, how many classes are you actually teaching virtually then? I mean, Mm. are you doing like your full gamut? I mean, the outside of the ones where you need like real big equipment? No, I think it's like a three a day probably Mm. with the classes and they vary from, uh, we have a total body conditioning offering, which goes back to what grassroots started as. And, you know, we started with nothing. So we know what it's like to work out with nothing. And that's what really separates the trainer, the good trainers from Mm -hmm. kind of the, uh, I guess it's, you know, it's turned into what, what, the fitness world has turned into is kind of, you know, getting the performer to be on stage and having people follow rather than having it being a real career choice and a real education behind what you're teaching. Um, so we, uh, we were offering our total body conditioning, um, which changes in terms of, uh, what the class is. It's always, fully engaging the body and fully engaging the mind, but we can use very little equipment or we can use equipment and we have modifications for everybody. So you don't have to have equipment. Um, we actually, this is a little side note. My, uh, husband went out and he went to our gym and we called every single one of our clients and we said, what do you need? And they're like, what do you mean? And we're like, well, we're loaning out our equipment. And so we loaned out 
the majority of our equipment to the clients that have stayed in the city and that we could, you know, drive to and do a drive by drop off uh, <laughs> equipment. Um, my dad, my husband was calling himself Bandito Claus. He had yeah. his Santa on and he was dropping off like Santa Claus. So some people have equipment, some don't, lots sold out, you know, so we're offering, you know, different options in terms of what could be a supplement for it. Um, and then we have our corn restore, which is a combination of connecting to your core meditation and restorative stretching poses. And we're offering yoga. So in the adult world, that's what we're offering in the kid world. We're offering some, um, kids yoga and, uh, movement. So fitness, like think circuit training. So the kids classes, we have about three a day for that as well. So it's three adult classes and three kid classes a day. Wow. Well, it sounds, it sounds like a lot, but it's probably also mentally good for you guys. Like you feel like it's giving you still a purpose, right? Like you're clearly connected to your, your customers and really want to help them. And, and it sounds like this has been a good transition for you guys just as a married couple. Like it gives you, you know, you're, you're not just sitting there spinning your wheels. You're really still operating a full business. Yeah. A hundred percent, a hundred percent. I mean, I just heard my husband say it with a client this morning. He said, you know, I'm so grateful to be able to speak to somebody else and say, how are you? And have them say, how are you back? You know, it, it goes both ways for sure. It's a relationship and we have to honor that. And we are super grateful, not only for our clientele supporting us through this, um, but you know, monetarily, but also helping us mentally and mm -hmm spiritually through this, you know, it's a real give and take. And I think that's what everybody, everybody's seeing right now, how we all need each other. And just that connection is, is, is super vital, important. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I sure appreciate your sharing your story and you might just have inspired me to try out another virtual class. I did try it through my Pilates studio and it just really fell flat. And so I didn't keep it up, but I want to ask you uh, the just it was kind of the experience like what you were describing. It just didn't feel, you know, that that just connection just wasn't there. Mm -hmm. And um I will still go back to the classes when they're when they start up again in person, but you know, I just it just didn't there was just this need that wasn't getting met. So I definitely feel like, you know, a lot of us who have shops and stuff, we can't necessarily be working in the same capacity we were before, but this would be a really good healthy alternative to take care of ourselves, both, you know, body and mentally. And yeah. um, I just appreciate you sharing your story and just just how much heart you guys have put into this, you and your husband. Um, I know that you also do this free women's circle, which I just think is awesome um, on Saturday mornings. Can you talk a little bit about that and any other free offers that you have to sort of help people right now through COVID? Yeah, so our women's circles, I run with my partner, Amanda Alipat. It's actually Saturday evenings at 8 p.m. And it's a free offering. This women's circle, it's about bringing women back together. Prior to COVID, we were doing this and we would meet <laughs> as an actual circle physically together. And now it's more of a, uh, virtual square that we're sitting in, but the opportunity for women to 
commune, to get together. And there are topics that we bring to help guide the conversation. But it's this opportunity to share and just be heard. And so we create a sacred space for women to share on the topic that we have brought for the day with no response. It is really just this opportunity to be heard. And we all really need to be heard right now. And whatever that is, from our complaints to our achievements to just our normal day to day. And it's really, we had one for Mother's Day the night before, and you can guess the topic, but it's not just about being a mother, right? It's about, we were, we were born from a mother. We, and it's one of the last questions was, what are you looking to birth now? And it was a very, very powerful evening. <laughs> it lasted almost three hours. Typically our women's circles are an hour to 90 minutes, mm-hmm. but it just shows you 20 women showed up and it just shows you really what we need right now. And I think out of anything, women really need to come together. We, in our brick and mortar, had a women's strength program, and this was a six-week series. And it was about bringing women together to work on strength of the body and of the mind, because what where we feel physically, our mental will follow and vice versa. So this is just an offering and an extension of that outside of being able to really cultivate that in person. So that's Saturdays at 8 p.m. We announce it on our social media, um, Instagram and our, our Facebook, and any woman is welcome. We have from the, you know, the, the maiden to the mother to the crone. So we have all demographics <laughs> coming. It's, it's real. It's, it's so incredible. It really, really is. It's really pro- my passion project for sure. Um, and then the other free offering that we are extending is t- our two healthcare workers, uh, free unlimited membership to any of our classes and they can, take advantage of that by emailing grassroots at grassrootsfitnessproject.com and just letting us know that you're a healthcare worker and we'd be happy to set you up with that unlimited membership. Wow. That's so generous. Um, that's just awesome. So I just, I just love what you guys are doing and I'm definitely going to sign up for a class and I invite all my other fellow woodworkers, women that I know you're in your shops and everybody's kind of struggling that this would be a really you know, just a really positive use of your time and keeping our bodies healthy for when we go back to work. And um, just you're just such an inspiration, Heather. <laughs> thanks well, so thanks much. To me, you yeah. too. Thanks. All women are. And I think that's what we have to take out of this, right? We are stronger together than we are alone and, and really helping each other through this. Women coming together, it's really going to be help the shift that this world is going through right now. Yeah, that's awesome. Well, I definitely would love to have you come back and maybe we can kind of delve a little deeper into some of these offerings. I really love your women's strength training thing, but I kind of want to maybe we can do that separately and really get into like, you know, what you see, some of the myths around that. And um, maybe we can break that down on another episode. Absolutely. Yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for your time. Thank you, Camille. listening to Remodel Your Life. 
I sure have enjoyed being with you today. And if you really like our show, we'd love it if you would subscribe through iTunes. You can always send us feedback through email at Camille at remodelyourlifepodcast.com. And I'll see you next week. Thank you for listening to the Remodel Your Life podcast. This episode has ended, but your remodeling journey can continue. Head over to remodelyourlifepodcast.com to access all the resources, tools, and links mentioned in this episode. Until next time, get your hands dirty and create the life you want from the foundation up. And thanks again to Blue Apron. I just love cooking with them and so appreciate their support of my show. Mm-hmm.